My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news on this Monday, April the 17th, 2023. Coming to you from Central Virginia, the Bedford County, uh, actually right outside of Lynchburg. We do have several announcements this morning. Tomorrow's show will be live at 9 a.m. rather than at 11. So this is going to be the same schedule that I use when I'm uh, in a port of call now. Um, Of course, that can vary on the time start, but... Uh, The show will be live at 9, which means if you see the show at 11, you'll just have to see the replay. So, but I'm doing it at 9. I'm going to drive down to North Carolina and see uh, if my butt fits in uh, one of those uh, uh, power chairs that I've been looking at. I got a slight setback this morning. The lady called me from down there. They had a huge weekend sold out their floor stock. They do have three in stock that are sold, but they're in stock. So I'll be be able to test my butt in one of the chairs, make sure I fit. I can drive it around their showroom or warehouse or whatever it's in. Uh, Get a little, you know, instruction on what I need to do. Uh, And then if I want to purchase the thing, it'll have to be shipped and it will ship uh, the next day from Detroit to me here in Virginia. So I will still have it before my next cruise, uh, which I'll leave here about uh, midnight or a little after midnight on the 30th. Uh, And I fly out of Richmond at uh, 640 or something like that in the morning on the 30th. So uh, the bottom line, I won't be able to bring one home tomorrow, which I had hoped to be able to do. But on the other hand, I'm glad these folks are successful and have a good business. And that's awesome for me in the long run. So that's the first announcement. Second announcement, uh, some of you uh, joined us on Friday night, Mr. Bucketlist and I, as we did a live stream for basically for the May 1st cruise. However, we invited a bunch of other people, other people that are, uh, that are solo for that cruise, uh, as well as some folks that might just be interested in learning more about hosted solo cruises. Uh, And then of course, some of the friends and family that uh, pretty much stay with me all the time, which I obviously appreciate. Uh, but anyway, the um, the fallout from that show is we have been asked to do one more live stream before the cruise, which will be on uh, the 28th, on Friday again at 7 o'clock. 
on the 28th to go over everything prior to our sailing on the 1st. And of course, it's 11-day cruise. Uh, so uh, it sails from Miami on the 1st on the Norwegian Joy. Uh, so please feel free to join us if you'd like on that. I will be announcing again the 28th uh, probably uh, several times between now and then. Yesterday, Mr. Bucket List and Pete and myself uh, were on a live stream where we officially announced uh, my December Norwegian Escape hosted solo cruise uh, with stops in Ocherias, Grand Cayman, Cozumel, and Great Stirrup Key. Uh, I will be the host for that one. Uh, that show was wildly successful. We have, uh, we already have eight bookings uh, from that show, which is, that's just awesome. That's such a good start. Uh, so we're looking forward to having a really uh, good group for that cruise in December. Uh, hot Air Time, I've got some things from Hot Air Time this morning, but tomorrow Hot Air Time shared uh, with me uh, a little uh, uh, cabin uh, video, including uh, automatic doors and a roll-in bathroom uh, from the Escape. So that's probably going to be a room very similar to uh, what I will have on the Escape. So I'll share that with everybody tomorrow. As today, I got a really, uh, really full show. And so uh, if you haven't yet, please uh, uh, smash that uh, thumbs up button for me, the like button. That'll help this, the uh, channel out uh, immensely. And if you have not uh, subscribed to the channel, please consider doing so. That helps me out a bunch. Hit the bell notification. You'll be notified anytime I go live or when I post a new video. All right, the top story this morning is about the ferry running aground near Seattle. We'll get to that story in just a moment. But today, folks, is National Cheese Ball Day. I can deal with that. If you happen to have a cheese ball in your freezer, left over from the holidays, go thaw it out and use it tonight while you're watching TV or at dinner or whatever. Or if you need to, run down to the grocery store and get a cheese ball. Or if you make them, make one. National Cheese Ball Day, I enjoy uh, doing that with uh, I like sociable crackers myself. Um but uh, what's the other one we have here? I don't know. We got several different kinds of crackers. I've always liked the sociables. If you're listening via the podcast, of course, you're always welcome. You can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. The podcast is normally posted within 15 minutes from the end of the show. Uh, or you can also get it wherever you get your podcast from, all the big hitters iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat travel guy. When you're listening via the podcast, if you ever want to jump over to the video feed, there's always a link in the description of the podcast to do just that. Now, like I mentioned earlier, Hot Air Tom uh, is on the Norwegian Escape. However, he and Cindy drove down to West Palm and got on the Brightline Express to Miami. Now, I was a bit confused. When I first opened this video is I couldn't figure out what the hell is that? Uh, I'm, I'm sitting there looking at that and I'm thinking... Uh, is that something you plug into? What is Hot Air Tom doing? It did not dawn on me what it is. He was in the uh, upper crust uh, fancy uh, lounge there. And that's looking down at the top of a train. Well, now when he pulls back a little bit and the train actually moves, 
I can tell what it is. But boy, that one had me stumped for, I don't know, 15 minutes, I bet, trying to figure out what the hell is Hot Air Tom sending to me? But anyway, that's the, actually the Bright Blind train. And then I was surprised at the length of the train. <coughs> Excuse me. As you can tell, that's leaving the... I don't know if that's going north or south. Um, I can't tell from that. But as you can see, I mean, that's a pretty good-sized train for, you know, something that's reasonably new. Of course, this is eventually, when it all gets open, it's going to be from Orlando all the way to Miami. I don't think all that's open yet. And there's, of course, the end of it. So that's the uh, uh, Brightline train that Hot Air Tom and Cindy rode down to uh, Miami. And then, of course, uh, you know, they, uh, Hot Air Tom always goes first class. So they got to go into the plush lounge uh, there. At, I guess this is at West Palm. I'm not even entirely sure. Let's see if Hot Air Tom says that. We're in the Brightline Premium Lounge. Cindy's having a little nice little snack with some cheeses and crackers and pepperoni and uh, some rose wine. Got some uh, caramel popcorn. I'm doing a salad with broccoli. I ate the carrot already. You can see it's, it's the tip hiding behind that. And that's a, uh, a white beer from someplace. What was the name of it, do you remember? So there's the little wine server that's included. The left one was the three, there's three beer choices and the right one there's three wine choices. And there's a little cooler to the left side of that that has uh, some sodas in it. Let's see some of the, uh, the lounge seating. And I'm gonna get up and walk to the other room where you can see the, uh, the little snack buffet. Over on this side, we got a machine for, for coffees. Let's uh, push the buttons and, and get it, and the condiments for it. And then uh, the little snack buffet. So, so, so our trains do in about uh, 40 minutes, I think. The video that I just took of the train leaving was the uh, the, the the 3:38 train departing on time. We got parked in a parking garage. It's under cars under roof, and uh, would have been better if I would have dropped the luggage and Cindy off at the curb, which I could have done had I known. But we got over with three pieces of luggage and Cindy in her chair. And uh, they, they took the check luggage, which was prepaid. The parking was prepaid. You just have your scan bar from your uh, ticket uh, to let you in the garage. Cindy, this is on video, going to Chile. <laughs> so, see you guys. And of course, that was Hot Air Tom and Cindy down in the Brightline station. Uh, as they were awaiting their train. They are now on the Norwegian Escape, and I'll share with you the lovely cabin they have on Escape uh, on tomorrow's show. So <laughs> it's got too much going today. All right, the top story today has to do with a passenger ferry carrying 596 people and 15 crew up in C near Seattle, Washington, and it ran aground. Uh, it was actually uh, ran aground near Bainbridge Island, which is west of Seattle. 
Fortunately, there were no immediate reports of injuries or contamination from the ship uh, running aground. Passengers were safely evacuated from the ferry. The ferry, is, which is the name of the ferry, is Walla Walla, ran aground in Rich Passage at 4.30 p.m. while en route from Bremerton to Seattle, according to the Washington State Ferries, a division of the State Department of Transportation. Preliminary findings indicate that the vessel experienced a generation failure. I assume that must have shut down the engines. I don't know. But further investigation is ongoing to determine the exact cause of the incident. Both a tugboat and the Coast Guard were present at the scene to assist. Due to the low tide expected around 8 p.m., the initial plan was to keep passengers on board until midnight when it was believed that the tide would be at the right height to safely uh, tow the ferry. However, the ferry's agency later updated the Kitsap Transit, a local public transportation agency, was assisting with the evacuation of passengers onto a second ferry that would transport, uh, transport them to Bremerton. Plans were also being made to address the retrieval of vehicles on board the Walla Walla the following day. Reports from the State Department of Ecology indicated that no pollution or hull damage uh, was uh, reported or detected and that the responders uh, were en route to the scene for further investigation. The Coast Guard has dispatched crews on cutters and a helicopter to assist. The Seattle-Bremerton route was temporarily out of service until further notice, as stated on the Department's Department of Transportation's uh, website. The 1973-built Walla Walla underwent a major reconstruction in 2003. This is a four-engine jumbo-class ferry with maximum capacity of 2,000 passengers and 188 vehicles. And I guess if they had a some kind of a power failure, that shut the engines off. I don't know. All right, back with more news after this. As the weather starts to warm up and flowers start to spring in from the ground, you want to get out more. And what better way to do that than with a new mobility device? Scooter Round and Will Power Chairs are offering 8% off on all mobility devices site-wide. The offer uh, ends on April the 23rd. You can either shop online or call 844-664-7467. Use the SRN-11137 if you do, folks. That means that I would make a little commission on the deal. I'd scoot around. You guys all know what I think about scoot around. Nine years now, I've been dealing with them. And I absolutely love it. I should have taken that picture off while I was talking about scoot around. Oh, well, you know me, I'm going to screw things up. All right, the next story this morning has to deal with our friends over at uh, Princess. Wrong picture. There we go. Princess Cruise Line has reached out to guests sailing aboard Coral Princess to recommend that everyone wear masks indoors in public areas when not eating or drinking due to positive COVID cases. Masks are not required, but the cruise line is urging overall good sanitation to minimize any risk of disease transmission. A number of COVID cases have been positively identified aboard Coral Princess, which has led the cruise line to notify guests and recommend indoor mask wearing as well as good hand washing practices. Cruise Line did, did not note how many positive cases had been confirmed, 
but did specify that all individuals were either asymptomatic or only mildly symptomatic. Furthermore, cases had already decreased significantly from earlier testing results. To ensure no additional cases developed, the cruise line is urging uh, diligent attention, attention to other sanitary measures throughout the ship. Guests are encouraged, encouraged to isolate in their staterooms and contact the medical staff immediately if they develop any COVID symptoms throughout the cruise. On board, the digital medallion minimizes touch surfaces and interactions, dispersing crowds and allowing for greater social distancing and contactless experiences, enhanced cleaning and sanitation measures, as well as upgraded air filtration remain in place. Coral Princess is currently sailing a 28-night round trip round Australia sailing that departed Brisbane on March 31st uh, to completely circumnavigate the continent in a clockwise direction. In total, the ship will visit 14 ports of call, spending generous amounts of time in each one during the lengthy voyage. They are giving passengers the option of disembarking at any of the ports of call, which is somewhat unusual. Of course, then you'd have to get your transportation back to uh, the original uh, port in Brisbane, I would think, to get uh, automobiles or your flights or so forth back home. So, all right, everybody, stay right where you are. I'll be back after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. All right, guys, the next story this morning. Uh, if I can get to it here. Has to do with our friends at AIDA. AIDA cruises over on the other side of the pond. And this is a cruise industry first, actually, that has been going on all day today. AIDA cruises marked the beginning of the season with a double call of the AIDA Soul and the AIDA Mar in Rostock, Guarnamunde, where the two cruise ships connected simultaneously to shore power. The two ships using shore power to supply energy is an important contribution to reducing carbon emissions while ships are docked in port. The first shore power facility for cruise ships uh, opened in the Baltic Sea in 2021 with the Aida Sol and Rostock Watermunde during the 12th um, German National Maritime Conference. The shore power plant in Watermunde can supply two ships simultaneously at bursts PS or P7 and P8. And that's what happened. Very early this morning, of course, there are six hours ahead of us. So that happened today and has gone on all day. And I think by now, let's see, 11, they probably both have sailed. Uh, but that was a, a, a marked uh, a thing in the cruise industry as of this morning. So. All right, we talked about Anthem of the Seas. We talked about them a couple times recently. 
Now, as of today, the January 18th sailing on Anthem has been adjusted with one port of call swapped for another, a second port shortened, and a third port lengthened to compensate. Guests booked on the impacted sailing have been contacted about the changes. The cruise is an 11-night round tripper out of New York, a southern Caribbean getaway in the midst of winter. The time in port for San Juan is 4 to 11 p.m. rather than the originally scheduled 9 to 4 uh, that was to have been spent in Puerto Plata. Of course, that has been erased totally, and San Juan uh, added in. Uh, While the hours spent in port is the same, the evening call in San Juan may not be as enjoyable to many guests as beach excursions will not be as long. Shore tours can interfere with on-board dining times, production shows, and other activities. Uh, the ship will then call at Charlotte, Charlotte Amelie. Of course, that's uh, St. Thomas, which is the capital of the U.S. Virgin Islands, from 8 to 6, two hours longer, and a slightly different window than the original originally scheduled 11 to 7. The next two ports, St. Martin and St. Lucia, remain unchanged from the original itinerary, but the final port, which is uh, St. Kitts, has been shortened by two and a half hours uh, from 7.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. instead of the originally planned 7 to 5. And total guests on this cruise are only losing about 30 minutes. The five total sea days on the itinerary, two southbound and three northbound, as well as the ship's departure and arrival times from New York, remain unchanged. Several upcoming cruises for Anthem of the Seas have already been altered. You know, I fussed at people a couple days ago about jumping to the conclusions that this is an azipod issue, a propulsion issue, uh, and I, my point was they just changed one cruise. If it was a propulsion issue, you'd have to change more than one. Well, now they've changed several most of the same changes. My only question is why are they doing it in January and changing a bunch of cruises then rather than taking a week or two weeks or whatever it takes and going to dry dock and fix it? I guess losing a whole cruise is better than screwing with everybody that's booked on one. I, I don't know. They've offered no detailed explanation on what's causing it. Uh, And there's no idea if there are going to be other itineraries changed. They're just not saying. The only thing they said is no hotel, restaurant, or safety operation are compromised. Guests have the option to take only part. Oh, that's the about was back to uh, Alaska. Sorry about that. Uh, But anyway, that is uh, what's going on with Anthem of the Seas. We do have another uh, story from Royal Caribbean. Royal Caribbean is considering and exploring the possibility of expanding its presence in the Bahamas by opening up or considering to open up Rum Key as a potential new location. Michael Bailey, the company's president and chief executive, uh, advised not to draw conclusions, but acknowledge that the cruise line is uh, constantly seeks opportunities to expand. Royal Caribbean currently operates the popular Perfect Day at Coco Cay in the Bahamas, but and they are underway with development of a new Royal Beach Club in Nassau, They're also working on expanding its activities in Freeport, also in the Bahamas. Rum Key is a small island in the southern region of the Bahamas. It's about 345 miles southeast of Nassau and is known for its beautiful beaches, turquoise waters, and pristine natural beauty. It has now come to the attention of cruise giant Royal Caribbean Group as a potential new private island cruise destination. 
in response to uh, questions about Royal Caribbean's interest in Rum Key, uh, Michael Bellaley confirmed that the company was approached about a potential opportunity and sent a team to investigate. A Bahamas newspaper, the Tribe, uh, Tribune Business, reports that sources informed them that Royal Caribbean's interest in Rum Key is focused on the 375 to 450 acre tract in the island's northwest corner. So that is what's going on with uh, Royal Caribbean, with the possibility of expanding um, and developing Rum Key. My only question to Royal Caribbean is not, I mean, Perfect day at Coco Cay is busy, especially, I mean, it can now hold two large ships. My only question, if they do something at Rum Key, are they going to pronounce the word C-A-Y correctly for once? It's Rum Key, not Rum Key, folks. Key is the proper pronunciation of C-A-Y not like they do it on Coco Cay. All right. One last story today has to do with our friends up in Alaska, just as the sailing season is getting started. We've got a couple ships up there now. Uh, one in uh, Vancouver and one in Seattle. Uh, there may be another one uh, arriving today. Uh, but Alaska folks had issues from the airlines, an ash cloud that has drifted from a Russian volcano to Alaska has been dis disrupting travel across the state since Wednesday. And it is just now getting back to normal. Alaska Airlines canceled several hundred flights, according to an airline spokesperson, the cancellation of impacted flights to and from Alaska, plus within the state. The airline warned that more cancellations are possible and delays are likely throughout uh, this period. They've they are specifically monitoring the location and movement of the ash cloud over Southeast Alaska. Uh, of course, the National Weather Service aviation warning includes parts of that region. Ted Stevens Anchorage International Airport encouraged travelers to check flight status before even coming to the airport because what they were doing, folks, with this ash cloud hanging over the Gulf of Alaska and then as it moved over southeast Alaska uh, and the North Pacific, airlines can't fly through it. What happens with volcanic ash, if it gets sucked in the particulate matter, the, the ash stuff from the volcano gets sucked into the jet engines, it can almost <clears throat> immediately uh, corrode them, which can cause engine failure, take a jet down completely. <coughs> so, excuse me while I got a drink. As a result, uh, like a, a lot of the airlines wouldn't fly in the dark because they had to also be able to visually see this thing from the planes. So they didn't actually fly through it if it wasn't showing up on radar, for instance. So many of the nighttime flights this past almost week now uh, were canceled, and any that were routed anywhere near this thing, those were done. So it's just thrown everything into a tailspin, literally, in Alaska, just as things are getting ready to start going totally nuts, which what is going to be just a fabulous season for everybody that has anything to do with cruising to Alaska. So that's what's going on up there. 
Uh, I talked to Nate a couple times over the weekend. Uh, we took care of my airfare for my cruise in August. Uh, we still have openings for that cruise. If any of you are interested, it's uh, uh, August the 30th uh, from Anchorage to Vancouver on the Sapphire Princess. Uh, we have solo cabins. Uh, inside and ocean view, we still have two balcony cabins, a little on the expensive side, uh, but they are available. Uh, but we still have some cabins open, folks. If you're interested, by all means, uh, check into that link. There's a link in the description uh, of this show, uh, as well as just about anything I do on my website. There's a link to it in the description. Check it out. Uh, by all means, you know, the cabin started 628 for a solo cabin inside, plus the taxes and port charges, which are 250. So that would be 828, like 878 for an inside cabin. And then, you know, if you want any things like the drinks package and stuff like that, it's extra, of course. But anyway, it's going to be a fun trip. I'm going to be hosting it, of course. Uh, Amigo John's going to be with me. Our friend Bonnie uh, from down there in West Palm is going to be on this cruise. So we're really excited about that. Uh, if you are interested, jump on it. It's not going to, these prices aren't going to last forever. I guarantee you on that. All right, that's going to wrap up the news portion today. Let's jump over and see who's fussing at me in the chat room. Uh, Mike's with us. Good morning, Mike. Dennis is here. Hey, Dennis. Emily's with us. Cindy's with us. Hi, Sin. Dennis says, can you price check in on line so you're not getting scanned? Um, I can. Um, I mean, I go to the sometimes to the cruise lines, sometimes to vacations to go, many of the cruise lines automatically uh, send their prices to vac vacations to go. Um, I know for our Princess Cruise in August, uh, the website, the prices are, that's, that website is secure, so you're not going to get any crap from that. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, I can. Uh, Katie's with us. Hi, Katie. Listening during her lunch break. All right, Katie, glad you're with us. Uh, Nikki's with us. Hi, Nikki, down in Jacksonville. It will be easy to get from Disney World to Miami, uh, which can take several hours on Amtrak. Yeah, once that gets open, that's going to be pretty awesome, I think. So... Uh, Nikki says hi to M. She has another appointment at one o'clock today. Now we all hope you're feeling better, Nick. Uh, commuter ferry, hope service disruptions weren't excessive. I have not heard anything on uh, the outcome after they got the ship. I'm assuming by now they got the ship unstuck. Um, but I had, didn't, I do not have any kind of update on what happened, Dennis. Gretchen's here out in Ohio, wishing Nikki good luck with her appointment. Everybody's saying good luck to Nikki now, sending you positive thoughts. Cindy said, we'll have to leave by 1130 for a work meeting last week of work before her cruise. Yep, you're getting close. Uh, say that it supports your channel. Um, asymptomatic and still spreading. Yeah, it's, um, you know, COVID is still with us, folks. And COVID is going to be with us probably for a long time. And yes, it's evolved. And that for those of you that have gotten... Uh, uh, the vaccination and have gotten the boosters, 
when they've been available. Should you get it, it's going to be better than if you, uh, you, you know, if you don't have those, uh, when it can be really serious. I have a, a serious lung disorder already. And when I got COVID, I mean, mine was a little weird. I thought I was going to get through it with just the hack and cough. And then I got sick, but it was quick. It was like three days that I was really ill. And two nights of that, I was deathly ill, but I bounced back so quickly. And, and now, I mean, you know, obviously I've finished my quarantine and all that business. So I can, I'm back to doing things. Um, now my cough is virtually gone. And they told me that could hang around forever. My voice is not back where I can talk, uh, you know, long periods of time without keeping some liquid going in uh, and getting really dried out. Uh, but still, and I'm sure that's a side effect of either the meds that I'm on or whatever. But yeah, COVID's still with us. So the ship, uh, the Coral Princess had a bunch of cases. Uh, they're taking the right steps. I mean, you know, I've started taking my mask again. You know, I went like on, I had to go in the grocery store to pick up a prescription the other day, put my mask right back on again. I, I, I was, you know, I don't like it, but I'll use it if I need to. So, uh, anyway, that's a random comment on the phone. I can't take a phone call right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, Emily says, sadly, the virus uh, is still around. I'm hoping that my audio stayed on as, let me check that real quick, because when my phone rings, sometimes, you know, my audio stayed on. So if I, if I answer the phone, it cuts my audio off and I have to completely take the phone off. It's really strange. Um, sadly, the virus is still around. Uh, yeah, that's sad. It is. And it's going to be, uh, just, I'm, it's, I think it's going to, that's going to be like the new flu folks. So, you know, again, my opinion, take the vaccines, take the boosters. If you get it, hopefully that'll lessen it for everybody. So, uh, that's what's going on there. Uh, I've got a relaxing hair appointment at two o'clock. I could now that's a toll-free number. I'm not gonna take that either. I don't know who's calling me on a toll-free number. Uh anyway, uh Gretchen uh says I've got a relaxing hair appointment at two. That's very nice. I can leave the contractors to Fred's capable hands. Fred will handle the contractors just fine, I promise you, Gretchen. Uh, Dennis says the worst bit is because people may not realize they have it and are actively spreading it, thinking they only have a cold. That's a problem if people don't test. Um, and I, that was a problem with me because I'm not actually sure when I tested positive the first time uh, until I got home and found out that I was positive. So, yeah, that was a problem on my cruise. I didn't have a test with me, which was my mistake. Normally, I carry them in my luggage. Um, Emily saying, uh, uh, Gretchen's asking if there's anything new on the Philippines to uh, Emily. Emily is considering a, a trip to the Philippines. They all want to go, have to decide soon, Emily's saying. Uh, I was saving these pictures for a whole series, and believe me, it's a whole series. Uh, very good, Gretchen. Um, Siri says 8,506 miles to the Philippines. And that's a little rough if you're hitchhiking, Emily, uh, and, and, and paddleboarding. It'll be a tough paddleboard. 
8,506 miles. So, uh, Nikki says, we have canceled so many cruises. We have FCCs with Royal Caribbean Princess and Celebrity looking for some cruises leaving from Florida ports. Um, Emily says, takes four planes uh, to get there. I have to travel to my uncle's city, which is, oh, I assume that's Los Angeles. Um, the only uh, long leg is Los Angeles to Taiwan, then the other plane from Taiwan to the Philippines, then another to another to Angels, Angeles City. Uh, I'm not sure on uh, what you're saying there, Emily. I could be reading that wrong, too. Uh, Dennis says, so disgraceful what confusion Royal Caribbean has created with her willful and ignorant mispronunciation. So disrespectful, especially to the Bahamian people. I did completely agree with that, Dennis. I've never have liked the Coco K thing. Yes, I use it because that's what I have to do. And I still think it's a terrible mistake. Um, All right, Emily is chatting back and forth about her trip. Steve Metter is with us. Hi, Steve. Hope all is well. Yes, it is. I'm getting ready to go on another cruise coming up on the 1st. Again, folks, tomorrow the show will be live at 9 o'clock rather than 11, and then it'll be up on the replay for 11 o'clock for any of you that have to catch it then. Um price check on online uh, your new wheelchair oh good yeah i've done that y yeah and what um the, the one specifically i'm looking at is a special width and does the special things that i need it to do um and yeah i know there are other chairs online they're also most of them come from china or apart from China, most are not stocked in the States, so you can't get them quickly. And then you run into issues in the States with the banks even taking the credit cards for something that they know is coming from China. I've run into that problem before, too, with my oxygen concentrator. Horrible. Uh, Emily says, I wear my mask in the grocery stores, too. Yeah, I didn't. And I paid for it, you know, when I got sick. Dennis says, we're still in the situation because wearing of mask has had disgracefully become politicized. Yeah, that's, I hate any of this stuff that gets politicized. Either way, uh, that just aggravates the crap out of me. Um... Dennis says, please wipe down the trolley. It's the dirtiest place. People don't wash their hands. I don't think my uncle has plans for any trolleys. He and his wife both drive. Oh, not Los Angeles, Emily's saying. Okay, that's what I thought you were talking to. LAX, of course, is Los Angeles Airport. Uh, so that's Angeles City in the Philippines. Uh, I think Dennis means your grocery cart. Ah, sorry, trolley is a shopping cart in U.S. supermarkets, Target and Walmart. <clears throat> okay, I see what Dennis is referring to there. Uh, the city is in the Philippines. It's in the Philippines, Angeles City. Okay, that is the name where my uncle lives. Uh, so uh, Dennis, uh, Steve says, so jealous of you, of you guys, my first cruise ever isn't until May of next year. Wow. Well, welcome to this world, Steve. Um, you know, I've been lucky enough uh, in my lifetime. I've been on 85 or something cruises now. I've been on 20. This will be my 25th cruise 
since last January. So I've been able to cruise almost nonstop uh, for uh, over a year now. So, and I'm looking forward to that uh, real soon. Um, then it says she's used PayPal for refund if never received. Um, I use PayPal quite often. That's been most successful to me. Uh, anyway, that's going to wrap it up for today, folks. Uh, again, tomorrow's show will be live at 9 o'clock rather than 11 o'clock. Uh, and then, of course, it'll be posted and up for any of you to watch the replay at 11. Uh, we'll have it live at 9. In case anybody comes in that morning, there will be a chat room tomorrow uh, that I can get into. But I just need to be on the road by, you know, I'd like to be on, out of here by 10 or 10, 15 or so to make this drive. All right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. As always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.